Hi, beloved in the Lord, welcome once again to 31 Days of Favor. I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you and the Lord will continue to increase you. The Lord will continue to enlarge your territory and continue to reveal himself unto you so that you continue to experience his blessings in an ever-increasing measure. Don't you love the Lord Jesus? Oh, I love him so, so, so much. Thank you so much. I also want to say thank you for making the time to listen to these videos that I make and also the messages that I, I, I share. I'm so grateful, you know, for all that you do in my life. I really and truly appreciate you for this. God bless you. Now, today is our third day, 31 days of favor. Praise God. We've seen that and understand the first day we, 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 we learned about that life is a journey with Jesus. In fact, if you're a believer and that is not the mindset you have, you are always going to find yourself wanting. And so when you have that, you always, you know, fight to develop a consciousness of who the Lord is. And that is where your fellowshipping in prayer becomes of prime importance. Because then you develop the spiritual consciousness or awareness of who the Lord Jesus Christ is. And on the second day, we learned about taking stock, being able to look back and reflect and to see how far you have come and, you know, to understand, you know, that life is a journey and, you know, we learn from our past and our mistakes and so that we can, you know, take advantage of the blessings of the Lord for us in the future. But today we are going to look at a different subject matter. And the Rema word for today is be bold in planning. Be bold, be bold. The believer must be bold. The Bible says that the righteous shall be as bold as a lion. And the one who is the righteous is the one who has faith in Christ Jesus. So he says, you and I, he says, we are as bold as lions. Hallelujah. And that means that we have to be bold. Say, I am bold. Yes, God bless you for saying that. And so we, we need to understand the source of our boldness and why we must be bold. You know, I just want to encourage you that, you know, plan for the year, plan, 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 put a plan down, you know, of your expectations, where you want the year to go, put it down, put a plan down. You know, you can divide your life into two. You can divide your life into your spiritual life and have a plan for it. And then your professional life and also have a plan for it. So for example, in your spiritual life, you can say, oh, this year I'm going to read, let's say, 20 books. And then that's one plan. And then maybe you, you, you decide, me, I'll, I'll read five of them will be on faith, five on the Holy Spirit, five on the blood of Jesus, five on the ministry. You know, decide. And then another plan you can have is, that, okay, this year I'm going to try to pray one hour every day, one hour. And that's a recommendation. You know, in Matthew, the Lord said that, could you not tarry with me for just one hour? So it means the expectation of heaven is for us to meet at least one hour a day. The more daring ones in the spiritual pursuit will go beyond one hour. But I want to encourage you, like something like that, you know, like one hour, then you will pray, you know, and then say, okay, this year I want to be able to read through the Bible, the whole Bible. And so maybe you go and look for a, a yearly Bible reading plan and you begin to read, read, use it as an outline to read through the Bible. Now, it, these are things that you should do, you know, when you are planning your spiritual, the spiritual aspect. 
So maybe this year, can I say, okay, I haven't been fasting as I should. So maybe um, I'm, I'm the type that's able to only fast for from 6 to 4 or 6 to 3 or let's say 6 to 12. So okay, this year, I want to learn how to fast 6 to 6. So that becomes a target or a plan that you are working with. But be bold, you know, set higher targets and believe God to enable you to meet those targets. I want to encourage you that it's very important that you, you, you strategize and you plan for the year. Don't let the, don't, don't just think that we have begun the year. So, uh, I am waiting to see. No, today, if you are hearing my voice, sit down, put, you know, pen to paper and plan your life. You know, no things that you want to do. There are some people who are listening to me. The Lord has been burdening your heart to write a book. The one I'm talking about is not a, what do you call it? A Christian literature. It is, has to do with secular stuff. It's a book you want to publish. You want to come out with it. With some things you have been writing. Do it. Do it. Don't waste, don't waste time. The resources are there. Be bold. Set it in your heart that at the end of this year, I will come out with a book. Hallelujah. That was a word for someone who will be watching. Praise God. And then your professional life, you know, plan. Say, I want to uh, go to school, for example. So what school do you want to attend? I want to um, do my master's degree. Write it down. Don't worry about whether the resource is available or not. Remember, you are a child of God. You are a candidate for miracles. If somebody deserves a miracle on the earth, it's the one who has been washed by the blood of Jesus. It is you. It is me. So write them down. Note all these things down. You know, if it's a professional course you want to take, write it down. Find out how, how, how do I get to purchase or possess this professional qualification and then find the steps note them down hallelujah you see don't allow yourself to sit idle don't permit your life to just be ordinary because you are not looking ahead with the help sorry of the holy spirit amen so you must plan planning is so important like i said yesterday if you don't plan then you are planning to fail hallelujah and so you must have a plan you must have a strategy and as you have outlined all these down the next step is to begin to pray begin to pray say lord i pray for grace i pray for resources launch into the deep tongue speaking pray 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 and as you are praying you are waiting for ideas from the holy spirit you see one way the holy spirit guides us is through our thought life our thoughts so whenever you are in deep prayer and you are praying in tongues in the language of the spirit what must you do hallelujah you must pay attention to the things that comes into your heart and the things that enters your mind why because if you are in deep prayer Chances are what you are hearing is the Holy Spirit who is speaking to you. So as you begin to pray over the plans, as you begin to pray over the, you know, your spiritual agenda and your professional agenda, as you begin to invest the time in it, in prayer, the Holy Spirit will begin to whisper to you, give you ideas, directions, visions, wisdom, etc. as to how you, what you must do for these things to come to pass. Praise God. So if you're a child of God and you're listening to me, I want to encourage you that you must always plan. Never enter a year, never enter a season, never enter a moment without a plan. Hallelujah. And as I said yesterday, if you have a plan, you are about 60 
percent on the, on the way to the destination because the the plan will be a guide and it will show you what to do and what not to do hallelujah and sometimes this is the most beautiful part because we are spirit beings that our plans not only show us what to do but our plans inspire us also to know what we ought not to do hallelujah and so it's a very important thing for the one who is a believer even to plan and after you have planned, pray over it. The Bible says that when you commit your hearts and your thoughts and your desires to God, it says they will be established. Hallelujah. In other words, the ideas required to bring them to pass shall be made available to you by the Holy Spirit. God bless you so much. Let's look at a few scriptures and then, you know, we will pray a short prayer and we will call it a day. Hallelujah. Let's begin from Romans chapter 8. And let's start from um, verse 14. Uh, Romans eight fourteen. the Bible says, For as many as are led of the Spirit of God, or led by the Spirit of God, it says they are the sons of God. Now here, Paul is saying, as many as are led, many as follow the Holy Spirit, it says they are the sons of God. Now, when you go to 16, it says the Holy Spirit bears witness. He testifies with our spirits that we are children of God. So you see here, he doesn't say sons, he says children. Because the testimony of the Holy Spirit in us is what makes us God's children. Now, when it comes to children, we have those who are old and those who are young. When you go to a typical house, you can have somebody who is 20 years old and somebody who is 5 years old and another that's just a baby. Now, they are all children, but only the 20-year-old is an adult, and he is the one who is matured. Hallelujah. But they are all children. So the Holy Spirit makes us all children, but those who are led by the Spirit, the Bible says they are the sons of God. What, has, what it means is that if you want to operate in the level of sonship, sonship is a place, you need to follow the leadings of the Holy Spirit. It's as simple as that. Babies... In Christ Jesus, always wait to be fed. They always wait to be told what to do. They always wait. They don't know what to do. They are clueless. Those ones are babes. But if you want to be a matured person, he is saying that you must follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. That means that what, wherever the Holy Spirit goes, you also go. Wherever the Holy Spirit goes, you also go. Hallelujah. It's amazing. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, that's what you do. You are following the leading of the Holy Spirit. It says, then you are walking as a son of God. Amen. Because that is how Jesus lived. When Jesus, who is the epitome of sonship, when he walked on the earth, whatever the Holy Spirit wanted him to do, that's what he did. Whatever the Holy Spirit wanted him to go, that's where he went. So he set a standard for sonship. That is, anyone that follows the leadings of the Holy Spirit is the son of God. Praise God. That's not where we are going, but it was very important uh, to make that known. 15, uh, Romans 5, 15 says, For ye have not received. It says, the one who is leading is the Holy Spirit. Then he's describing the kind of spirit we have received. You have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Hallelujah. It says the kind of spirit we have received is not the one who imprisons us and who, uh, who brings us under the bondage of the law. And then that makes us afraid. That puts us under. That makes us doubt who we are. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. It says, but you have received the spirit of adoption 
or the spirit of sonship. In other words, the Holy Spirit, the one whom, when you follow, you become a son of God, is the one you have received. And so he says, whereby you cry, Abba, Father. Now, what do I mean by all this? He says, the spirit that we have received is not the one that leads us into bondage and brings fear. Now, if it doesn't bring fear, then what does it bring? Boldness. Hallelujah. Boldness. And so if you want to have uncommon boldness in the year, the only thing you have to do is to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. That means that you must pray in tongues in this year more than ever. The language of the Spirit must be your language. In fact, you must pray in tongues more than you, you talk in your natural language. Trust me, that's one of the beautiful um, revelations of the Holy Spirit. That if you speak in tongues more than you use your natural, exercise your natural language, you will come into uncommon boldness. Because the spirit of sonship will manifest in fullness in you. Which means that you will then be able to experience boldness in the spirit. You saw how Jesus was bold to confront Pharaoh. You saw how Jesus was bold when he walked on the sea. You saw how Jesus was bold when, when the, the storms were blowing and, and everybody was afraid, but Jesus was not afraid. He was bold. That is the boldness of sonship. And that only comes from the Holy Spirit. It means if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you cannot have access to that boldness. Hallelujah. And if you have the Holy Spirit, then he's saying that you have access to that boldness. And so this year, be very bold. Because the one who dwells in you, that Holy Spirit, that mighty one of God. Sorry. He's the same spirit that dwelt in Jesus. He's the same spirit that enabled Jesus to confront situations, confront people, and confront demons and all. That there, there was no iota of fear in the Son of God because the Holy Spirit had enveloped his spirit and then he was used by the Holy Ghost. That same Holy Spirit is the one who dwells in you. And because that same Holy Spirit dwells in you, he said, I should tell you that this year, be bold in your planning. Don't just plan things that are easy to achieve. But plant things that looks impossible to man. And when you do that and you begin to pray, then you are invoking the power of the Holy Ghost. The God who specializes in making the impossible possible. The angel said, for with man, this is not possible. But with God, all things are possible. Now that word, that God of impossibilities who makes all things possible, when you pray, you invite him into the situation. So this year be bold. Amen. Let's look at a, sec a second scripture. Uh, let's quickly go to 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. I'm sure if you have been following, you, know, you would have known that that's where we're going. Hallelujah. God bless you. It says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. This thing, this word of knowledge is so strong in my spirit. As somebody who will be watching, there's a book you want to write. There's a book you want to write. Write it this year. Be bold and write it. Be bold and write it. Hallelujah. It's not a religious book, but it's a secular book. Be bold and write it. Come out from your shell. 
I pray that may the strength of the Lord come upon you and may he bring you out of your shell so that you can fulfill your destined purpose in Jesus' name. You are an author of international repute. That is what the Holy Spirit says I should tell you. So write that book. It says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. It says, The Holy Spirit that we have received, because the previous verse was talking about to Timothy, it says, Stay the gift of God. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. The, the gift that comes by the Holy Spirit. It says, For He hasn't given us the Holy the Spirit of fear. Meaning the one who dwells in you, that Holy Ghost, that wonderful, powerful, mighty God. It says, he is not the spirit that brings fear. If he doesn't bring fear, what does he bring? He brings boldness, divine boldness. Boldness, boldness. You remember in the book of Acts, when the apostles, you know, were caught by, uh, what do you call it, the Sahindrin. And then they were beaten and then they were let go. And when they came and the disciples received them, they began to pray. And they said, Lord, grant that with boldness, we must you give testimony of your Holy Son, Jesus. And the Bible says the place was shaking and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And they testified, they preached the gospel in boldness. Hallelujah. So it means when the Holy Spirit comes, as he does, you know, and he fills you in prayer or whenever you are in meditation, the Bible says he brings uncommon, uncharacteristic boldness. Hallelujah. And that is what enables you to be able to do the work of God. And so this year, he says, he has not given you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit lives in you is one who brings power. Paul says power here. That is the anointing of God. There is an impartation of power you receive from the Holy Spirit that makes you bold to accomplish things. Child of God, this year be bold in your pursuits. Don't let anyone deceive you. Don't let anyone intimidate you. One of the words of wisdom or yes, that the Lord gave me concerning the year or words of prophecy if you like, is that the enemy will try to intimidate a lot of us. He will try to, you know, corner us. He will try to put fear in us. He will try to tell us that we can't do this. You can't do that. He will try to discourage us so that we'll give up. But today, he sends you a rumor word. He says, be bold. For the Holy Spirit who dwells in you, he's not the spirit who brings fear, but he's the one who is of power. There is an uncommon power, grace of power, that is in the anointing, that is the Holy Spirit who is in you. And he imparts that grace to your spirit. He enables you to accomplish things. Be bold in your planning. Hallelujah. Be bold about that marriage. Take that step. Be bold about that job. Take that step. Be bold about that book that you want to write. Take that step. Don't let anyone intimidate you. Don't let anyone bring anything conflicting voice. This is the authentic word of God. Be bold in this year and you will see the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you so much for today. And may he continue to increase you. May he continue to enlarge your coast. May he continue to fill you with the spirit so that boldness will be your portion. So that you can plan accordingly and that success will be your portion in this year. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord increase you. May the Lord enlarge your coast. And may you continue to experience the favor of God every day, all the days of your life, and all the days of this year. In Jesus' name. Be blessed 
and thank you for listening. In Jesus' name, bye.